And see a dream as an asset, why? Because if you have a dream today, the dream will just get better and better year after year. Hi, you're listening to Season 2 of Love, Life, Millennials. Have a listen and enjoy. I'm super excited for this episode. I've been waiting for this for a long time, trying so hard to set a date, set a time, and finally today, we managed to find a sit down and find such a nice place to do the recording. Even though today is gloomy, but today we're not gonna be gloomy because we wanna know more about dream. We wanna be dreaming. And just a little bit of a background, I met this person on a seminar around the beginning of the year about goal setting, and to be very honest with you, I was quite dubious about him because he conducted a three hours long seminar about goal. How, what would you be talking about like during those three hours? But it turns out that that seminar was really such an inspiration for me and it really propelled me to think more about how much do I want to dream and what kind of dream do I want to have for myself. After the seminar, I just couldn't help it. I reached out for him and I really begged him to come to our episode and eventually he became my mentor. He coached me through my last public speaking competition and he's now one of my best friends. He's a sales coach now, he's a public speaking coach. He, I just learned that he is a stage actor. He basically just does everything. <laughs> Maybe that's because he dreams a lot. So without any further ado, let's hear from him right away. Let's welcome our guest for today, Johan Delvoy. Bonjour, Mr. Comment ça va? Hi, Andreas. Bonjour, ça va très bien. <laughs> for the people who hear the podcast, uh, as you can hear, I'm French and bonjour, ça va très bien means hello, I'm very good. Thank you for inviting me to the podcast and uh, you didn't have to beg me, I promised you. I know I'm quite uh, productive recently, meaning that I don't have so much time right. to see you, but today is the right day and uh, even exactly. though it's rainy, you have a wonderful smile and very shiny. Always. Um, <laughs> so talking about dreams, just to give the people a little bit background about that workshop. So I attended a workshop by Tony Robbins earlier this year. I was really inspired. That was a five nights workshop because actually that was done from the US. So in China, that was 11 p.m. Mm -hmm. as a start and actually 11 a.m. as the end. So the full night, right, for five nights in a row. And during that workshop, I was really inspired because they asked us this question about the third day, fourth day, that really, you know, made me think. Let's imagine 2031 Christmas. Right. So the Christmas in 10 years. If you were a little kid that could choose anything you want, what would you choose? And I want to ask the people who listen to the podcast to take a second, even close their eyes and really try to imagine what do you really want in 10 years? Do you want the latest car? A big house? The latest bag, maybe, for the ladies who listen to the podcast? And not just in terms of tangible objects. What do you want for your family? Where do you want to live? Which kind of work do you want to have? And if you think in terms of contribution, what's the impact you want to have on the people around you? And there are some people that I met recently who were just so passionate about helping the kids, making the society a better place, taking care of the environment, etc. So, without any barriers or filters from your mind, what do you really want to do? 
And I was really greatly inspired by this question because I realized that I am where I, where I am now and I am who I am now because I was able to have dreams very early. When I was in my teenager time, I wanted to live abroad. And now I live in Shanghai for seven years. And that was very difficult for me to imagine that because you have to understand, I come from a very big family. My dad and my mom, they both have four brothers and sisters. And I have countless cousins. And on all that family, I was the first one to leave French border, to cross the French border when I was 18, to go to Ireland to become a farmer. A farmer, so taking care of the cow, waking up at 4 a.m., taking the dog to check the sheep, and basically doing the, the hard, hard work. Because I wanted to learn English. And I got this great opportunity thanks to a friend of mine in this engineering school who did the same the year before, and he said that they were looking for someone else for this year. And long story short, I have had a lot of dreams, and one of them being entrepreneur, and that's the last one I started. And now I'm very happy because I can walk anywhere with anyone, anytime I want. Great. And that's why I'm very happy to share with you in this podcast that actually dreams and goals, they are not so different. If we could just put a little bit more logic in a dream and a little bit more feeling in the goals, they would probably be combined into the same. So for all the people who have had the goals and could not achieve them, or maybe think that the dreams just dreams and impossible, or just uh, happen at night, uh, I hope that after this podcast you will have some strategy, also some tips on making some small steps, some small moves to be one step closer to your dream. Great. So you talk about the logic of your goal. How do we set a goal? And it's very easy for us to set a goal. Probably almost every year end we will say, okay, we want to get slimmer next year. We want to start this, start that. But I'm curious about what you mean when you say feeling your dream. Mm. Such a wonderful question. So for the people who attended our workshop uh, earlier this year, and I give this kind of workshop a few times a year because it requires a lot of energy for me. Because you have to understand for three hours I'm shouting, I'm dancing, and, and at the end I'm just exhausted, right? Yeah. I probably need two or three days to recover. <laughs> and actually during that time, when I ask this question, I really put the people in a, in a state of very high trends. So trends meaning I ask people to dance. Why I ask people to dance? Because when people dance, they lose themselves. They, they lose the fact that they have to behave in front of others. Because when you dance, you don't behave. You dance, right? Right. I make people meditate also. So closing their eyes, feeling their body. And finally, I use some uh, sounds such as music or even the words I use to make them really be in a zone, I would say. And when you are in a zone, you realize that actually your brain sends you much different ideas. And those ideas usually come from within, much deeper level, even from the soul. So, And by the way, when I mentioned soul, there is no religion attached to it. So if you are religious, you can relate to religion. If you're an artist, uh, just take the soul as your body, because everyone has a body, right? We all have emotions and feeling, and, and we all had time in our life when we just felt it was right or we just felt it was wrong. So that kind of gut feeling, that's what I mentioned by soul, okay? And what I realized is when you, when you are in that zone and you think about a goal, you think differently. And you can use what I call visualization. So visualization meaning you would see yourself in the future. 
and then how would you feel seeing that person in the future? And the more you visualize, the more you reinforce that feeling and the more you will have motivation to chase that dream. Giving you an example, I was very lucky to meet someone last year and her goal was to involve in a kid education because she used to really love the kids, she actually has kids herself. The thing is that at that time she was working as an engineer for a chemical company okay? and she was not so happy in what she was doing. And basically listening to her, she, she started to cry and say, oh, I wish I could work with kids, I wish I could spend more time doing the thing I love. And then we sit down and we, made a, we break down our goal into different steps. So what should be the step number one, step number two, step number three, and how long you would like to get to that goal, right? And she was a bit conservative. Actually, most of the people are conservative. And this is normal, right? She's a mom of a family. She has expenses every month. She has liabilities. So she set for herself a three years goal. Long story short, one year later, she already achieved that goal. And now she's working with kids, helping them to improve their public speaking abilities, meaning that they would be more able to express themselves in the class and talk with their friends. She's earning more than her previous job. She has a boss that she likes and she's super happy. So what I mean is, usually people set very high and ambitious goals that are not related to what they really want to achieve. It's more related to what the society wants them to achieve, or what the parents want them to achieve, or what the friends push them to achieve. And that's why they don't reach the goal, because they don't really want it. But if you really want something, and here maybe I will share some tips on how to define what you really want. If you are well surrounded and you have people that can encourage you and provide you some guidance, you will get there faster than you think. But what if you cannot find those people? What if I am dreaming a dream that nobody has ever thought of? Okay. So this is an amazing question because it's, it's very funny you ask this because three months ago, I had a coffee with a friend of mine who was about to leave for Germany because her boyfriend is in Germany. And I was so happy for her because finally she took that decision to go to Germany even with the current situation of the COVID. She's Chinese, by the way. And then she told me, Johan, I have this dream, but I think I'm the only one to have this dream and I'm not sure if I could get it. I said, what's your dream? She said, oh, I want to have my own business and I want to be able to work from home and I don't want to be stressed. So I want to have maybe three to five clients, but I don't know anyone who has done that. That's the word she said. And I look at her and I said, you have someone in front of you now that is doing that. He <laughs> said, no way. I thought you are very busy. I said, yeah, I have a lot of things to do, but if I want to, I can be less busy and I work from home and I can just have three to five friends, I'm happy. He said, oh, really? And then long story short, I helped her to identify who could be the people she used to work with and that used to really like her work. And then she contacted them. They said, oh my God, that's amazing. I didn't know you would uh, start your company one day. For sure, I want to work with you. And three months later, now she's in Germany. She has a level of income that makes her very happy. And she works with the people she used to love to work for. And now she is not stressed about visa or anything because she has her own structure. And for word for word, she said, I don't know anyone who is doing it. And after she realized that actually her challenge is that she was not speaking about her dream. And I think that's the challenge 90% of the people have. They have a dream, or at least they have part of the dream and they don't share it. The thing is, if you don't share it, how could the world know? It's called the law of attraction. Right. When you share something without even noticing, 
you reinforce that. Uh, just reinforce it and yeah. you send a level of energy that the person you are talking to might not know how to help you, but they might know someone who does. Or they might know someone who knows someone who does. So the more you share your dream, the more you share about what you really want, the more you share about what makes you passionate, what you love to do, what makes you excited, actually the more it will come to you. So it's not only about visualizing, but also about sharing. And do you think when you share, it also kind of gives you your own liability? Like you want to be responsible for, for saying that to the other person, right? So I would not use liability because for me, liability is using fear. All right. And if you see two different forces, so for the people who like Star Wars, Maybe in your generation, Star Wars was not as famous as my generation, but <laughs> basically, Star Wars, you have two forces, the good one and the bad one. Right. The light and the dark, the Jedi and the Sith. The fear is usually a dark force, right? So that is about what you don't want to achieve. So liability is something you, you don't want. Liability is something that is challenging to manage. So I don't want you to think about that. Instead, I want you to think about the light force, okay, the love. And what's the contrary of liability? It's called asset. Okay? And your dream is an asset. See your dream as an asset. What does it mean? An asset is something that has value, that might have more value in the future. So if you own a house 10 years ago in Shanghai, and you want to sell it today, you would earn much more money because the price of the house has increased dramatically compared to the inflation, right? So this is what we call an asset. And see a dream as an asset, why? Because if you have a dream today, the dream will just get better and better year after year. Because actually the closer you are to the dream, the better you feel about yourself achieving the dream. And when you are in that dream, you are such in a nice place that you might even think of the next dream after. A bigger dream, a more holistic dream. And when I say bigger dream, it's not just in terms of financials, because financial is just part of it. If you want to be healthy, you can always be healthier. If you want to have a good wellness, you can always have more wellness. If you want to be more mindful, you can always be more mindful. If you want to be more kind, you can always be more kind. If you want to be more loving, you can always be more loving, right? Right. So that's what I want to share by bigger and, and more holistic ways. It's not just the number of zero in your bank account. Uh, this is actually step number one. As soon as you are more or less financially free and you're not worrying about money because you are making money for yourself, you don't make money for others, then you will realize that you want to have more impact, more meaningful impact. And I'm talking about that. Okay, so when you're talking about dream as our asset, it means that we can sell it to others, right? And you're the sales coach, you're the master of selling. And so how do you start selling this dream of ours? Wonderful question. So for the people who are still listening to the podcast, sales coach, what does it mean? There are two words. First word is about sales. So selling meaning a transfer of trust. So usually it's between you and the salesperson. So you are buying the service or a product from this company or that person. And coach means that you are someone that empowers the coachee. So let's imagine I'm the coach and Andreas is the coachee. So I'm empowering Andreas to achieve his goal or to solve his challenges by himself by asking different level of questions, also by providing some insights using different techniques so that he can really understand what's blocking him and find solution, okay? So sales coach combine those two. So usually I'm coaching people in the sales department to achieve their sales goal, their sales target, bring more growth to the company and basically have more impact because I'm working with amazing clients and uh, what they do is really helpful. 
for even the world when I think about some kinds. Coming back to your question, how do you sell your dream? The one and most important thing for me is about being genuine and sincere. Okay. Because when you are genuine and sincere, you will never, or probably you will, but in this case that's okay, it's maybe just 5 or 10% of the time, you will never meet someone that judge you. Because when you are really sincere and genuine, you will bring them in a state where they want to help you. So of course if you share a dream in an arrogant way, or in a way that is judgmental for others, giving you an example, if you say, oh, I have a dream, I want to be a billionaire, because all those poor people hate them. It's very arrogant, right? Yeah. Uh, people will not help you, because first of all, they might be poor, because for a billionaire, everyone, everyone is poor, right? Right. Because there is only 0.01% of billionaires in the world. So they don't want to help you, right? Instead, same thing. If you say, oh, I want to be a billionaire, because there are so much things I want to do. I want to help the kids for better education. I want to create a company so that we can run energy free in terms of carbon. Oh, I want to have the chance to make education free for the kids. They don't have to pay $50,000. I want to create a university. And, 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 right? So you have this kind of very high purpose and that's why you want to be almost like a philanthropist, right? In that case, people might say, hmm, it's a very interesting dream. Let me help you to get there. Because they see that you are more sincere and genuine. Uh, because you really, they really feel you, you want to have a good contribution. So again, dark and light. If you are in the light, you bring more light. If you are in the dark, you bring more dark. So now we're talking about purpose. Exactly. <clears throat> in your examples, your purpose are about helping others, which are great. But what if like my dreams are very personal, it's just for my own benefit. So does that mean that I'm limiting my own dream to expand? Because for me to expand, I need people's help. Mm. So here it's, it's also very interesting. So if you see yourself as a circle, let's say it's three levels of circle, okay? So you have the first circle is called the circle of self. Mm-hmm. And then actually you have many more circles, but I just try to make it easy for the audience to understand. So the first circle is the circle of ourself. The second circle is what we call the tribe. And the third circle is the society, the humanity as a whole, okay? So if you think as a circle as a self, then yes, you are right. You might have goals that are more personal driven, such as I want to have a good family, I want my kids to have a good education, I want to have a job that I'm proud, I want to have a house, etc. So those are usually the dream for self. Then if you extend that circle a little bit, you think about the tribe, you might want to make your parents more comfortable. You might want to go holidays with them. Uh, you might want to create a company with the values that the colleagues believe in, so that when you go to work, everyone is exciting and you, you share the common uh, values and dream. And, and then you can go even, even further than that, you can think in terms of country, you can think in terms of uh, um, religion, you can think in terms of uh, uh, ethnicity. So, for example, i give you an example. I have this uh, very, very charismatic woman as a friend and she has this program to help children from a very rural region to study. So basically, small, small teenagers from maybe Yunnan or, or those provinces. And then she has this kind of charity, and then she is promoting it, and then she gets money so that more kids can be educated, right? Why she does that? Because she herself was a daughter of a farmer in a poor region, and she had to fight to have access to the education, and she made it. 
And because she made it, she want to give back. So that's why I mentioned about the bigger circle. Okay? And then you have the huge circle, which is the humanity, and even humanity, maybe even the world. So not just humans, but also different animals. Uh, being mindful about what you eat, uh, your impact on the planet, etc. Okay, and that's okay to start as a self. And I even say that's okay if you stay in self. That's fine. As long as, long as you are happy, happiness is contagious. So. If everyone would be happy, the world would be happier anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So start with that is great. And then if you already achieve a certain amount of amount of satisfaction in the self circle, then you will see by yourself you will expand it because the more love you have, the more love you share. I love it. The more love you have, the more love you share. Okay, so we start from self and then we grow bigger naturally. That's what you're saying. Now we're talking about macro stuff. But I want to go a little bit backward to the micro thing. When we're talking about self, okay, it seems that everything will be perfect once we get to know this dream. We visualize it, we visualize it, we share it, and then it seems or it sounds like everything will just magnificently turns into place. But that's not always the case. So, what do you think are hindering people from having this dream that act, that eventually worked out for them? Mm. So now I'm, I'm in this wonderful program. It's called Positive Intelligence Program. So I did a seven weeks program. So every day we have to do some small exercise, mm-hmm. such as rubbing your fingers so that you feel mindful. And every time you have negative energy, how you can turn negative energy into positive energy. So how you can turn a challenge into an opportunity or a gift, or just accept it. And believe me or not, after seven weeks, I really feel a lot of changes. Just seven weeks. Seven weeks is not that long, right? And what I realized in this program is actually most of the things we hear are not true or they are coming from the dark side. I will give you an example, a very simple example. If you want to be happy, you need to work hard. How many times have you have heard that? <laughs> many times, right? Yeah. If you, if you want to be successful, you need to be work hard, work hard, play hard. Uh, if you go to gym, if you don't push yourself, you will never grow, right? Right. right? And now I realize it actually is not true. And actually, if we think like that, that's probably the reason number one, we don't achieve our dream. Because we associate happiness with hardness. And there are so many, so many speeches, quotes about that. So many. L- look at it. So many. Yeah. What doesn't kill you make you stronger. What doesn't kill you make you stronger. I mean... So it has to kill me. <laughs> you got it. And, and I hope the people in the podcast get it, right? So my advice is go with the flow, go, to, go with the easiness. If it's hard, just stop it, find another way. Or if it's hard, look at the problem and see it from a different perspective. I'll give you an example. I'm sure the people who listen to the podcast, you are students or you are young professional or even you are senior professional, it doesn't matter. Let's say you are a student and you have to do a group class and you have three classmates, okay? And for a reason that the other three classmates, they don't do their job. So you have to do all the job. So you feel a lot of frustration, right? And then you feel a lot of frustration and you might thinking, oh, you see, if I have to get this good grade, I need to work really hard and this is the only way and I need to be the first and I need to push myself. So you push yourself. What's the result? A lot of anxiety, a lot of stress and a lot of unhappiness. Mm-hmm. Now you look at the same situation and if you take a step back, Actually, if you just keep going like that way, you will be unhappy the whole career. Because you will always find colleagues who don't want to do their job. 
you will always find colleagues who, who don't have the same work ethic as you. And if you do the job for them, you might just finish work, work work 12 to 13 hours a day, do few burnouts and have a very terrible health, which by the way, cancer comes from stress. Mm-hmm. It has been proven, all the cancer comes from stress. So stress meaning a difference between in your body that the body doesn't know how to control, so that's why the cell changes, okay? Without going into the medical past, but negativity equals stress, stress equals even worse stress, okay? okay? But now if you take a step back and you think, okay, now I'm a student, I'm 20, and I would like to take this opportunity, I would like to take this challenge and this opportunity. So why shouldn't I try to persuade, influence my classmates that actually if they don't do their work, that will have a bad impact on their life. And, and maybe I can be a better leader and empower them and see how I can help them because maybe today they are not doing their job because they have issues at home, maybe they cannot work at home. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have issues in their personal life, they are not happy. Uh, maybe they just don't understand the work assignment. Mm-hmm. And if I would maybe spend a few hours more now to make them empowered, I would probably be the first one who empowered. And actually the next time we have a group class, they might even surprise me and they might even do a better job than I do because together we do a better job, right? So you see here the same challenge. If you approach it with two different ways, you can either be frustrated or you can turn it as an opportunity. And that is just the beginning because the more you advance in life, the more the challenge will get bigger. So if you are able to see a challenge or a problem as a source of gift and happiness, then you will change the whole way you look at the world. Right, I like that. So it's coming from a place of trust and not distrust, right? Like you're trusting that each person has the potential as long as you can be of help, you can empower them, as you said. And when I mention that potential, sometimes people have a different uh, understanding. So when I mean potential means the best that the person could do at this specific moment with the skills and mindset they have. Correct. Because sometimes people mention potential and they judge it. They think potential is the same level of potential as you. And that's where sometimes the frustration comes from because you might judge them and thinking, if I can do it, why they cannot? Mm. So just be, just be mindful of that. Potential is great as long as you don't judge. As soon as you judge, actually you are not mentioning potential, you are mentioning comparison. And I still remember was it by the author of the seven habits? I forgot, but he mentioned the five C, the five cancer, which, which are comparing, contending, confronting, criticizing, and the last one I always forget. Um, I might, might remember after, right. contending. Um, I, I might say one twice, but that's fine, you get it, right? So as soon as you compare yourself, it will just lead you to unhappiness because either you are superior to them and you become arrogant, and people alienate you and hate you for that. Mm-hmm. Or you compare yourself and you are, in your mind, lower than the other, and then you self-deprecate yourself right. and you, you beat yourself up. So that's why I mentioned, take the people for who they are and take them where they are. Right. I still want to go a little bit back. So when you gave us the analogy about the student, okay, the student didn't realize he has a choice to do the second method, which is more empowering, which is more supporting. But what if at that particular moment, he doesn't have a choice? Let me give you an example. Let's not use the student, but there's a, a guy who works nine to five. Clearly, he doesn't like it. He hates it with all his life, but he has a debt to pay. 
He has parents to feed. He has to find a way to sustain his life. He has this dream of becoming a singer, let's say,、um, and he he he's also trying his best. After he he goes to work, then at night he will go to pubs or bars and tries to sing there. Hopefully, to attract people and gain some more credential while at the same time practicing the thing that he loves. So he's dreaming. But what if that opportunity never came to him? Like, and he's stressed because life is not working out for him. It's not that he doesn't dream. It's just that that dream hasn't fetched、mm. him yet. Well, in that situation, what would you advise to this person? Actually, it's funny because I went to a holiday in Sanya last month with one of the most singer in China. Actually,、uh, one of the first rap singer, and he's now a coach for a, a TV show where there are a lot of singer. And without going into the details, what he mentioned to me is that. The number of people who get to the show to get to the TV is probably one or two percent,、Correct. and you can see in the show is maybe one or two people who will get famous out of ten to fifteen、mm-hmm. people, right? So if you think like that, it means zero point zero one percent chance that you would be famous.、Mm-hmm. So if you attach that as the reason of success in your life, it means you have ninety nine point nine mathematical way, right? Not to get to the level of happiness you want.、Hmm. Sounds a bit scary for me, right? So here I'm not saying don't go for your dream. Here what I'm saying is, and again I don't want to demotivate you. Here what I'm saying is, if you attach the meaning of your life with a 99.9% chance of failure, well, and that's probably why so many people are depressed and so many people don't don't see a meaning. So here what I would like to share with you in case. You want to be a singer, or any other thing that are related to that? I would like to ask you why you want to be a singer.、Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to be a singer because you like to share emotions. Maybe you want to be a singer because you like to see the faces of the people when they listen to your song. Maybe you like to be a singer because after writing a a, a song, you make someone cry, or you, you there's someone that tells you, "Wow, I, I just love your song so much." And then in this case. I think you really can find happiness because you you really see in, in yourself what makes you happy to sing, and you might actually be super happy. And the, the happier you get, I'm sure the more fans you would you would bring, and the more fans you would get. So again, it's about understanding why you are dreaming. And if you are dreaming because you see those people in the TV show and you want to be as famous as as them, and you think that the society will recognize you once you get there. I'm sorry to say, but most of the singers who are famous are not so happy,、mm. and and there are many billionaires who have challenging life at home. And it doesn't matter how many zeros you have in your bank account, it doesn't matter how famous you are, you might not get there, right? So look into yourself. Maybe don't look so much at outside. So this is the first part of the thing you mentioned. And again, I don't see it myself, so I, I cannot really share more about that. But I heard about this from my friend and. And I think in this、uh, world, this young generation, is something I wanted to share. About the other thing about working from nine to five, having to pay the debt.、Um, here again, I come from a very humble family, so I had to take a loan when I traveled to China, and I never really had someone who, of course, my parents did support me a lot during my studies. At the same time, now I'm 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 the one who have to sustain for my own needs, right? So here is also about being strategic. And basically, checking at the expense you have, the income you get, 
and trying to be step-by-step uh, step, a little smarter every day so that you create more value for yourself and the more value you have for yourself the more value you can share to others and the more others will be willing to pay so that comes back to sales right because price is about branding if you can brand yourself as an expert in a field or at least someone very advanced then you would get more financial compensation and the debt will be reimbursed faster so here maybe look at the job you are doing and try to think who else could buy it how can I better brand it and sell it so that actually you can use your skills and expertise in a way that uh, bring you less stress and help people around you. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm. So let me take an example. From 9 to 5, you are doing a lot of admin stuff. Admin say. stuff, let's mm -hmm. say. Okay. So you are becoming a pro of admin. But because you are in this kind of 9 to 5 job, in this kind of rat race, you never take the time to believe actually what you do has value. But now if you think about it, if you really analyze what you do every day and how you could make it better and you write it down and you share about it maybe in the social media like hey, three tips on how to write an email, five tips on how to make copies in light speed, uh, ten techniques to prepare a meeting room in less than five minutes. Mm -hmm. You might actually create a fan base of other people like you who actually never took the time to reflect and when they read your articles they say wow, such an amazing tip, thank you so much, they share it. and then. Long story short, the world of mouse have helping, you might be recruited by another company that think that you are such an amazing uh, person and they want you to lead a team of admin people because they are a much bigger company. Mm. Or maybe there is someone who want to interview you and they believe you could coach them or maybe have some consulting. Mm -hmm. Or maybe there is a company that uh, sell uh, uh, some um, furniture or brands to the admins and they want to use you as a brand ambassador. Yep. So many things you could do and, and you don't have to work more. You just have to stop and look at what you do and how you can automate and uh, make value out of it. Great, great. I like what you're doing here because it comes back to your first statement where you say feel your dream and strategize your goal. Like a lot of people knows how to strategize your goal but they don't feel the dream. But in my case, Probably this guy can feel his dream, but he forgot to strategize this goal. So it's maintaining this logic and also emotion, and that's what can create a more vivid, but at the same time feasible um, dream. The reason why I'm asking this, I'm just thinking of those people, probably let's say in a, in a situation where they're less privileged than ours, they do have this dream, but because of their condition, they feel like they are in a room where they, they can't really move around like they don't have that much room to move and that, that much room people like to tell them go risk but they don't they cannot risk it if they mm. risk it then they, they have a lot of things that they will lose right for people like many people like us even though we lose yeah probably we lose time we lose money but for them they might just lose everything they might just lose their family their home their whatever right so i just want to be in their shoe and think if I were them, would I really be able to dream big, you know, in a situation where everything seems so small? Mm. I, was like, I was like the person you mentioned mm. a few years ago. I had a stable job and I was thinking uh, if I want to start my business, it's too risky, I don't want. And I have to say that the more I share my dream, the more I reinforce the fact that I wanted to have it. Right. And then I had this discussion with my previous CEO who was really, um, who is a, definitely a great person and who was very helpful and he said, Hey, listen, Yuan, if you want to start your company, that's great. Maybe you can do part-time first in our company so that you have more time to do business development for your next job. And then I negotiated a, an agreement where basically I could work 50% of the time, still having enough income to sustain my basic needs, 
and then the other fifty percent of the time I would use to be more strategic and have more tips. Right. So here, and again, without being judgmental, I, I say it from all of my heart and compassion. How many hours do you have a day? How many hours except sleeping? You probably have fifteen to sixteen hours. Okay. The maximum you would spend at work is probably eight hours. Maximum ten hours. So you still have four to five hours. What do you do with those four to five hours? Do you take care of your body? Working out, walking around. By the way, this is 10,000 steps minimum per day, right? Um, making you in a positive state that you listen to people that can inspire you. You And by the way, this podcast is a great thing, right? If you listen to more podcasts like that or different episodes, you will get probably be inspired, right? Right. Um, Amen. Think about it. If you would better use those four to five hours, even, even 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes a day learning about a new skill. I promise you after a year, whatever the skill, you will get it. And that skill alone could make you shift, change from where you are to where you want to go. Or at least where you are to one step where you want to go, closer. Right, right, right. And for this, it's very easy. Think about it. Every time you open your WeChat or you check the moments or you watch Bilibili or whatever, Shoronshu, how many hours do you spend per week like that without purpose? So now if you look into your body and you say, hmm, what do I really want? What's my purpose? And what's my purpose is, by the way, to broad is how can I build my purpose day by day? And you just take 15 minutes. Think of me. Think of you. And okay, I will take 15 minutes for you and every morning when I wake up to learn about this. I promise you after a year, you will create opportunities and you probably write me a message or letters as many people do now. Say, Johan, thank you so much. A few years ago, you gave that speech or you gave me that advice. At first, I didn't believe you. Finally, I'm doing it. And now it has paid off. It has paid up. Yeah, it reminds me of your massive action plan that you Massive action plan. And don't take me wrong, I have amazing level of empathy for those people who work from nine to five, who have a family to feed and who might feel helpless. But already if you listen to the podcast, I can tell you you're not helpless. You have right. you are full of resources, you are resourceful, you have people around you that can help you. Great, great. So maybe it's not necessarily like that big one frog leap that is like making that incremental steps for you to be able to reach there maybe not as fast as people who are more privileged than you who have more time and more resources but you need to also be aware that no matter how low you are now like there are, there are always free resources out there that you can leverage from and that will help you to get higher. there are definitely more free resources today than there were before right, okay. internet is making the information access much easier. Now, honestly speaking, if, if you want to have a bright career, it's not about information, it's how you can leverage this information. Correct. And, and I know you are expert in that, probably much more than me, how you can research the right information. Research it. One thing I want to share with you, because you use privileged, um, I want to share with you that it's not because you come from a privileged family, that is not hard. It might, it might actually be harder, because you have even more pressure. Right. It might even be harder to... Let's take an example. You come from a doctor family. Both of your parents are doctors. I can bet they want you to be a doctor. And, and if you have a dream of being, becoming a dancer, or if you have a dream of becoming a pilot, or if you have a dream of becoming a writer, that probably will require you a lot of energy too. Mm -hmm. To go for your dream and not follow the path that your parents built for you. Or even if your parent has a company, has a factory, and they want you to take it over and you don't want, it's actually very hard to say no. So from angle of people 
they might think you are privileged, but I want to tell you I can feel you too. And I can have the empathy for you. So I would not mention about privilege. I think everyone has their own way. The life is a way for them to, to grow in their sense. Mm-hmm. So take where you are. Don't judge yourself. Don't judge others or circumstances and, and try to see, okay, tomorrow what do I want? And every day, step by step, how can you make progress? And some days you don't make progress, that's okay. Right, right. That's okay. I like it, I like it. Because going back to Johan's example before, you all start from self first before you go tribe and humanity. Exactly. So, so don't start comparing the humanity first when you have not worked on yourself, right? By the way, I love this quote. See the change you want to see in others and yourself. Right. So start changing from within. I'll add that quote with something that I see every day in my office. It's imprinted so big in my wall. What you always do is what you always get, right? Something around mm. that line. Very right? good. So if you want something that is more than what you are getting right now, then you need to start doing more in that sense. I'll okay. doing differently. Right. So, Johan, my last question with yeah. you is, do you think it's better for us to just dream one dream? or dream multiple dreams. Like you mentioned about, I want to be more kind, but that's in a scale. Uh, I don't want to say being kind is a smaller scale, but it's not as grandeur as some saying like, I want to be, I want to have like a MNC, like multinational corporate, right? So would you advise to have just one dream, completely do that for the next five years, or it's really fine to just branch out a little bit? So, in personal development, you have what we call a wellness wheel with eight areas. Mm-hmm. And if you type wellness wheel on any search engine, you would probably find a lot of information. So, for example, you have one about family, one about work, one about health, etc. So, it's okay if you want to focus in one area of your life. It's okay if you want to focus on all. My, my feedback for you is uh, trust your feeling. And at the same time, don't overwhelm yourself. Okay. And by the way, the biggest MNC in the world, they were started and run by the most kind people. <laughs> so being kind is not... Yeah, it's not something small. Something <laughs> Let me small. just emphasize that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not because you're an asshole that you will be successful. <laughs> I have met very few assholes in my life that were successful. And when I say asshole, is with a lot of empathy. So people who have had a lot of traumas and challenges in their life, so actually they want to be mean because that's their way to deal with themselves. Right. And even those assholes that I quote, they are able to become more and more kind. And actually I have seen amazing and great change into people who have had such a miserable childhood as soon as they realize that they could be vulnerable too and they are willing to take some steps to improve themselves. Actually they are much happier. Um, so again, start always from self and uh, don't judge yourself and I'm proud of you and I believe in you, go for it. No matter what you are dreaming, no matter what you want, just go for it. Mm-hmm. Because if you go for it, you will have no regrets. You just figure out solutions. Just go for it. Right. Don't limit yourself. You are the one that limits yourself. You set your own barriers. <laughs> okay. So now this feels like a one-on-one session instead of a podcast episode. <laughs> but that's really what I like about Johan. Like he is able to really tap into people's heart and play, not play around, that's such a bad word, and, and really to seek what it is their emotion is leading them to. And I, I think for the listeners at home, if I could just really summarize this into the very essence, right? First of all, 
look into yourself and see what kind of person you want to become. I still remember the biggest chapter that I learned in the book of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey is begin with the end in mind. So what you want to be, then you start working towards them. And probably, yeah, just from the very last bit, it really doesn't matter if you only have one goal or multiple goals, as long as you keep working towards that vision or towards that one persona, right? And then when you talk about the goal, three keywords Yohan gave today, one is to first feel it, think about it, visualize it, and also share it. And then share it to the world. It's really important to really tell to the world because I still remember that one example I used last time. It was about, who's that guy? The CEO of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, right? When he, uh, okay, despite all the controversies around him, but he did mention publicly at one point in an interview that he wanted to speak Chinese. Uh, he wanted to be able to speak better Chinese in um, one or two years. And he eventually had to fulfill it because he did that for a global interview and that's how he yeah he got better so really find every platform to visualize and also share your dream just like what I'm trying to do in this podcast hopefully <laughs> and also maybe the last comment I have for you is I meet many people they tell me I don't have dreams I mean many people they tell me I don't know what to visualize you mentioned being with the end in mind what if you don't have an end right right and the reply I have for you is is because you judge yourself and you think your dream is too small so you don't want to share correct so no matter how small it is for you share it mm. and the more you share the more you are there the more you will be in a zone where you will have more clarity on what you really want and you will get there so this is my advice for we all have dreams we all have been a child before yeah. and child are full of dreams so come back to the child Look at a picture of you. This is an exercise of this positive intelligence program. Look at a picture of you when you are three to four years old and look at the inner child. It's still part of you. And when I say that, I have the, the feeling it's still part of you. Right. So look back and, and just be yourself. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. something that we listen every now and then, but that's the truth, right? Just be yourself. That was awesome, Andreas. Thank you for inviting me. And uh, if people want to contact me, feel free to add my LinkedIn. I guess uh, Andreas will mention the link on my WeChat. I'm also happy to, yeah. to reply to any questions. It's yeah, yeah. a great pleasure. Yeah, if you need any help with personal development, mentorship, coaching, or even sales, feel free to give him a heads up. And it's always a pleasure, Johan. I might invite you some more. And I'll, I'll beg you some more. <laughs> Thank you, Andreas. And thanks so much for today. Let me give you a hug. Okay, let's close for a bit. <laughs> for the listeners at home, I hope this has been a pleasure for you because it definitely has been a pleasure for me. I learned so much from this person as always. And if you have any more questions, feel free to drop me a message on Instagram or any other ways to contact me. I also, as said just now, I will be providing some contacts to Johan. So that will be it for this week's episode. As always, I hope you have a good day. Have a good weekend and an even better one ahead. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.